Welcome to It's All Fine and Dangy, where we talk about community, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 113 of the It's All Fine and Dangy podcast. So, as everybody knows, um, we had recently been on our honeymoon to North Carolina. Indeed, indeed. I got my Asheville shirt on, which was totally not planned. Yes, you do. Yeah. And we did so many cool things while we were up in North Carolina. Yep. And one of the most fun things we did was we went on a hike with coffee, a coffee hike, a coffee hike. It was incredibly cool. It was really cool. And so we chatted about that a little bit already, but today in studio virtually, we actually have our guide who's joining us we do, all the way from North Carolina. So we want to welcome Caitlin Mobley from Nero Coffee. Caitlin, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. And thanks for the shout out on the last podcast. I gave it a listen. It was awesome. Oh, so we, thank you. you know, we're we're gonna get into this, but we were genuinely impressed with the coffee and the whole thing you do with the hiking. We're gonna dig into it. But uh, you know, as after we left you and we're driving back to the cabin, we were like, that was a really, really cool experience. And the coffee was really good too. And we'll get into it, but Very I good. think we might be one of your first uh uh early adopters and early orders from your website. Well, let's talk Eaters. about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, were the, we were the first, weren't oh, we, were we, Oh, very yes. nice. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so our coffee will be arriving soon. And maybe we'll drink it on the show. That would be cool. Ooh, I like that. Get you a mug, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's just make sure when we're drinking it, it's like in the morning, though. Yes. Because right. otherwise, we're going to be all strong. I don't know. Out. I had a cup of coffee about an hour ago. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good right now. Um. So, so Caitlin you know, what we're talking about is that guided hike thing that you did. So first off, I wanted to ask, how often do you do those? Yeah. Um, so I think I let you guys know on the hike, but I'm currently working full time. So Monday through yes. Friday. Um, right. And then usually I only open up my hikes for weekends that I'm going to be in town. So Fridays right. and okay. Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah. I'll usually make so those open. So is it, it, it's not necessarily every Friday, Saturday and Sunday. It's just when you have a hole in your schedule. Totally. So like this weekend, I'm actually traveling out of town for Father's Day. So ah. uh, I won't be around to guide at the moment. Um, Makes sense. So yeah. let's talk for a minute about what that guide is, because we talked about it on the show last week. But I, you know, while we have you on, maybe you could kind of help describe it a little better. I guess I would sort of say at a high level, you know, we went on a hike, we had coffee by the river. Uh, you use river water. I mean, can you maybe tell our audience a little bit about what you do with that? Totally. So just one step back, Nero coffee in general, yep. the whole yep. idea for Nero coffee. Yeah, we were going to ask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so sure. Nero um, basically means nearly zero. So if you want to think uh, of it in um, in that way, uh, the word actually comes from the whole long distance backpacking community because I actually oh. threw right the Appalachian Trail in mm-hmm. 2016. Yes. So Um, while you're out there, you take some days where you might just hike a few miles and then go into town and relax the rest of the day. So we call those Nero days. So you hike just a few, nearly zero miles. So, okay. So, so it's almost like a break. 
Think of it like totally. you're taking a break. I got you. Exactly. Okay. So that whole brand uh, or that whole name inspired the brand. And then that inspired the hikes themselves. So we hike a few miles together. We stop in the woods, we break for coffee and we take a Nero. So we just enjoy the moment, oh, enjoy some coffee it. and have some great conversation outside. So. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I'll tell I you, love that. Yeah. one of the things I really enjoyed about it was the fact that you, and, and for those of you that may not have done this before or this kind of, um, making the coffee from the river water thing. Caitlin takes the water from the river, puts it in like a bag and hangs it. And it goes through a tube that goes through a water filter. So you're getting filtered river water and then puts it down in two different containers and does like a pour and a press. And it was, it was the coolest thing to be able to sit by the river on a log drink hot, fresh coffee, listen to the waterfall oh, flowing yeah. in the background. Yeah, It was amazing. It was very enjoyable. It's a great idea. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's the best way to spend a morning. Like it's everything I love doing. Like who doesn't love coffee, hiking and meeting new people? Like right. it's just the perfect, perfect way to start the day. So. Exactly. I agree. So are you, um, do you, I guess I want to ask this two different ways, but whether it be with guests or just yourself and your friends, do you do more advanced hikes? Oh, totally. So, um, the only hike that I'm doing currently that you guys did through Airbnb experiences is that yep. three waterfall loop. Right. Um, but I've had a few guests message me and say, I've already been to those waterfalls. Can we do anything else? And I'll happily guide somewhere else. Um, the reason I haven't listed any other ones is you have to get a specific guiding permit based on any location that you're going to be guiding. Oh. So, um, plans to have more hikes, but, um, also need some increased availability. So working on ways to make this full time so that I oh, can very do more nice. of that. So, so yeah. those of you that might be watching this on YouTube, we're going to put, throw some shots up on screen of the waterfalls and a little clip of the hike for a minute that we went on right about here in the show, but yeah. it was really cool. Very fun, fun experience. Yeah, we, we really enjoyed that. I mean, it, it was just, a different experience, you know, and that's what I was looking for when I went on the Airbnb, 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 whatever Airbnb experiences. I was looking for something different to do. Yeah. And Caitlin's description of what she did in that area was really different. So I'm like, we have to absolutely do that. Yeah. And, you know, we had technically done part of that trail before. Mm -hmm. Well, not exactly that path, but what I like is, you know, you were able to kind of tell us a little bit about the waterfalls or tell us a little bit about the park and stuff. And when Angie and I did that before, we were kind of on our own. We didn't really yeah. know anything about it. So that part of it was cool, too. Well, what I like, too, is that Caitlin has the expertise to go behind the hiking. So you talked a little bit about um, where that idea for your coffee brand name came from. Um, you're not just somebody who's just, oh, here's some pretty waterfalls. You've hiked a very long distance through the Appalachian Trail. Tell us a little bit just about like what inspired that, like when, when you did it, like walk us through that journey a little bit. Yeah, totally. So, um, the whole, you know, when you have like a, something in the back of your head that you've always wanted to do and you don't really know where it came from, it's just like a calling. And yeah. it was Absolutely. one of those things I had never backpacked prior to doing the Appalachian Trail. So what? I had done oh, lots of day hikes. In. Wow. I know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
Right. So like my, I mean, I've hiked all around Asheville day hikes only, but then sure. um, the backpacking journey. Yeah. So my first backpacking trip was to over 2000 miles. So oh my God. Um, I know, wow. right. Like, yeah. Um, when I told my friends, they, they're all like, where is this coming from? Like, this, like, uh, it's been in there for a long time. So it was more of a matter of when can I make it happen? And I was mm-hmm. fortunate to be working a job where I was, could save some money aside. And then, um, be able to kind of make that split and take six months off and do the whole hike. So it was awesome. How long did it take? Yeah, almost six months to the day. So I started oh in March God. and I finished in Maine in September. Yep. That is amazing. So for yeah. anybody listening that doesn't know where that trail runs, where did you start and where did you end? Like what's the average um, full hike that people do if they want to complete the trail? Yeah. So, um, you can do it either direction, depending on what time of year you want to start, but, um, the trail runs from Georgia to Maine. So I started at Amicalola Falls. That's the, I know, right. What? <laughs> so, <laughs> that just blows my mind. <laughs> I know it's, it's crazy how, I mean, every day you take a few steps and then one day you're in Maine. Like, I don't know how you get there, but it'll work. You'll end what? up there. So. so I have to ask when you get to yeah. the end, is it exciting or kind of depressing that it are both that, it, you know, that it's over. Oh man. Yeah. It's definitely a, a mixed emotion that I've never felt again. Um, it's yeah. like you, you get to the top. It's actually really interesting. So you're climbing the last mountain and you've climbed so many mountains at this point. So how can any mountain be different? You know, you're yeah. like, yeah, whatever. But the mountain in Maine, Mount Katahdin is unlike any of the other mountains that you've climbed. It's like an old extinct volcano side. So you're like climbing over boulders. Um, you finally get to the top. There's the big sign at the end. So, you know, you're done. You get to touch that, know you're finished and then take the photos. But then even though you're done, people forget to tell you that you still have to climb back down. So oh, like, yeah. you're done, but <laughs> like, not, you still have to to the magical, <laughs> yeah. you know, helicopter that shows up to pick you up. Right. <laughs> right. So you take the pictures, you really feel that high and then you hike back down to the bottom. And I'll say that's when it actually hit me that it was over mm. the moment I took my shoes off at the bottom of the mountain. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Oh my gosh, tomorrow I'm not going to put these back on and keep going. I'm like, what am wow. I going to do now? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But you um, did it. I mean, that yeah. is just such an accomplishment. Like, oh my goodness. So tell me a little bit, like, I just kind of want to dive into that a little more before we, you know, move on. Um, tell us about a little bit about like the preparation, maybe any um, obstacles that you kind of faced along the way that you overcame. I, I'm thinking the same thing. Like, yeah, I'm also thinking like the practical stuff, like how many pairs of shoes do you go through doing something like that? Or I would imagine a big part of it, we're throwing a lot of sort of questions at you at the same time, but I would imagine the big part of the fun of it is all the people that you meet too. So I'm curious too, like Angie said, maybe the challenges and successes, successes and experiences with people and such. Totally. General awesomeness of the experience. (laughs) Totally. So um, as far as challenges, I would say, Um, I mean, it's more mental than it is physical. So talking about preparation, like I said, I had never backpacked before. So it's kind of like I got all my gear together and had a general idea of how I was going to get there. But um, you really learn it as you go. Sure. But that being said, um, once you're out there, it's super hard. I mean, my pack weighed like 50 pounds when I started because I I didn't know what I was doing. I swear I was just thinking what I could see myself doing is getting on Amazon and talking to friends and buying all this cool stuff and then getting 10, 20 
feet out, maybe a mile out and going, yeah, that is way too heavy. <laughs> These shoes are uncomfortable. Nope. Yeah. Exactly. Kind of There's so much to like work through and try to figure yeah. out. But um, as you go, yeah, I mean, you start figuring it out. You start getting rid of all that stuff you don't actually need that you mm. think you needed. Um, right. Figuring out exactly how to keep your pack weight down to like a manageable level. So I was usually sure. around like 35, 40 pounds. Um, wow. Still pretty heavy. Yes. Still heavy. Totally. Yeah. It's just it's just heavy, but, um, yeah. Um, so mentally, uh, once you get to Virginia, it's a really long state. So you're in Virginia a long time. So you don't get to just check that one off quickly. Keep checking your watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it didn't help that the year that I hit Virginia, it was like record rainfall. So it rained oh. on me and my hiking group for 24 days. Oh my oh, goodness. 24 days in a row. It didn't rain all day every day, but it rained enough to dump and get you wet again for oh. 24 days. So to the point to where when it stopped raining, you were probably surprised. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, wow. oh, my socks can actually dry out today. Wonderful. Oh my so <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that part of it sounds kind of miserable. It I mean, was. I guess you, you kind of got to keep your spirits up or you'll quit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was definitely the most challenging part for me yeah. across the whole I hike was Virginia. Yeah. So. Yeah. Did you meet um, some cool people along the way? I would, I would expect so. The people are my absolute favorite part of the whole experience. Like yeah. you get what's called your tramley out there. So your trail family. Uh, I love course. it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Adorable. So um, you guys have you all want, these like cute little sayings you come up with. Terminology. <laughs> right. yeah. Hikers have all these cute little terminologies that they come up with. So nice. Right. Yeah. We have one. Um, If you're heading north, you're a no-bo. Or if you're heading south, you're a sobo. So, I know. Oh, Adorable, man. right? <laughs> so cute. You could almost, cool. almost write a guide now, though, when you think about, you know, the terminology, the interaction that you've had, the what giant backpack not to buy or whatever right. you know what i mean what shoes a to wear book, yeah um, totally get it guidebook a guidebook oh. yeah, yeah. right oh. it works <laughs> <laughs> yeah so totally. what is like one of your most memorable moments on that trip okay i may have told you this one on the hike but i can't remember if i did did i tell you about tom dickey do you remember you him? did but i would love for you to tell the audience oh, i would that. too this is oh, really cool yay. tom you know, I don't know Tom, but Tom should yeah. write a book. Like he yeah. should have a book of like memoirs or whatever that, you know, he he publishes because that, people that would, be would read that. Do you know if he's still around doing that or whatever? I think I yeah, I have no idea if he's still around. It would be awesome to know. I lost his card when I lost my wallet and it was one of the saddest days. I was like, I can replace my credit card, but where's Tom Dickey's little card? I'm so, gonna, you know what? Yes. I'm going to do an internet sleuth dive do it. on this. You, you totally yes. should. But, you know, so that we don't leave our audience in oh, yes. the um and This is our suspense. This is the don't talk to Here's the suspense. So, right. listen to this, you know, you've got to hear this cool story about yes. about Tom. Yeah. So when I was hiking somewhere, we're near the end, we're near uh, Mount Katahdin, but we're not there yet. Um, I heard from a hiker that was hiking southbound. So Sobo, now that y'all know, yeah. um, <laughs> he said, I have a card someone gave me here and he passed it to me. And it was just like a little printed business card with the name Tom Dickey on it. And it said, right. call me when you get to milepost dot, dot, dot. So I was like, 
okay. It had his cell phone number. I know nothing more about him. Um, right. And we hike on and we get to that milepost. And I was like, all right, let's give him a call. So I call the number um, and Tom Dickey answers. And I was like, hey, Tom, I was told to, I was given one of your cards. So um, I was just giving you a call. He's like, okay, how many people are hiking with you? I said, there's four of us total. He said, how many like chicken and how many like steak? So we were like, what? So I told him <laughs> what we wanted. And he came, picked us up after stopping by the grocery store to get everything to cook us dinner. Wow. Then Amazing. he lets us all get in his car. We ride over to his cabin where he cooks us a home cooked meal. And then we all sit down together around his table. And he just asks us questions about our life, kind of like what we're doing. Like, what brought yeah. you out here? How'd you decide to do this? And he just sits there with his book and note takes notes on everything everyone's saying. I because, wonder. Yeah. Oh, I mean, just I wonder so if he wrote stories. a book. Yeah. I'll look him up like, for sure. So he so he fed you guys. He's collect, yep. you know, he's kind of writing down stories. Did he used to be a hiker? Did you say? Right. He always wished he would have done the trail and he never did. And now he's on up there in age and doesn't think he'd be able to complete it. So it's kind of his way of still being involved with the trail community. But um, yeah, and sort of living through living vicariously through the people that are doing it. And also, uh, you know, I'm thinking when you've been on the trail that long and you've been wet and you've been hungry to be able to go somewhere that's nice and dry with a home cooked meal. It's probably like especially amazing. And he probably knew so that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. he fed you guys. He wrote the stuff down and then took you back to the trail. Yeah. And even before that, he took us up the road just a tiny bit from his cabin. And he points out there and just way off in the distance, there's this little tiny dot. And he's like, that's Mount Katahdin. So that's the last point we're going to. So it's our first glimpse while still on the trail of where we're oh, going. So, that is uh-huh. amazing. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, that is, is that really is just the best story. I'm, I'm telling I'm you. I'm taking a note right. to look him up. That was Tom, Tom Dickey. Dickey. Yes, D I C K E Y. I remember. And what state was that in? Virginia? <sighs> I am the world's worst at all things. It was way after Virginia. We're up near Maine because oh, okay. I can see it. Okay. Um, so it may I, have been New Hampshire. It may have been Maine. I'm not I sure. I was just wondering if that would help narrow Dan's <laughs> the right. search search. down. Yeah. <laughs> we were definitely right. near the Canadian border because i remember seeing signs for like getting into canada so like, all right well maybe if we it was find, even vermont okay lots of options any lots information of about him we're gonna put it in the show notes but we're also going to reach it. back out to you and let you know that we found him what that be awesome. cool? oh be my so gosh cool. then we can have him on the show there it is. A reunion. That, yes. would be that would be really <laughs> cool. That, that would be really neat. That would be awesome. Oh my gosh. So when you were on the trail, you said this is kind of where the idea of coffee and hiking, they just go together. Do you remember like the aha moment of this is something I want to do? Yeah. So I've kind of joked that my through hike turned into a walking tour of small town East Coast coffee shops because Sounds I amazing. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so I would walk up to you have a guidebook when you're hiking the AT that'll tell you like once you get to a road crossing, it's like six miles this way to a Walmart and two miles this way to a Dollar General or whatever. So you'll kind of get a sense of what town you're going into. So I would usually choose the direction that I thought would have a coffee shop. 
So I would get my hitchhike in the direction of which way of I course. thought there would be a, yeah. Yeah, a little small yeah. town coffee shop, get a little iced coffee, enjoy the, enjoy the day. So, um, that's, um, yeah, all along the way I was stopping. I have tons of pictures on my phone of each little coffee shop all the way up from Georgia to Maine that I stopped at. So, oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So would, my would be a very hero cool days. Coffee, it'd be a cool coffee table book. Get it? Ah, I love it. I'm all about a coffee table book too. So yeah, we don't have a coffee table, but yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so kind of after going into those towns, getting that sense of community that you get when you go into a coffee shop and yes. then also going out on the trail and doing the hikes, I just had the idea that it would be really cool to open a coffee shop that was focused on getting people outside because yeah. my general woo-woo philosophy is that when you're outside hiking, it's really easy to connect to yourself. And then as soon as you sit down with someone with a cup of coffee, you naturally start talking to them. Yeah. So it's like the best way to create the sense of community out there. In the sure. world, so, right. It's yeah. So I, true. I think, yeah, I love how you put it on your website. Like that's what you do when you're drinking coffee is you conversate with people. It's a, it's a social right. event it's for the most part. Yeah. Thanks. So. I mean, even in our day-to-day lives, you know, people like me, we're drinking our coffee and talking to people on phone calls and stuff, but it's, it's part of the, you know, it's part of the rhythm of drinking coffee. I don't know yeah. why it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting thing. How, it, it really that is. Happens, yeah. right? It totally. definitely, it marries together. Well, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not the same if you're just got a cup of water. Like it just doesn't work, yeah. you know. It's you know, not the it same really thing. Doesn't. It, it it's totally purpose. Isn't. Yeah. <laughs> There's a. Uh, I'll, I'll digress for one minute here. I don't know if you ever watched Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David, but. There's an episode. He's the guy that helped write Seinfeld with Seinfeld. And there's an episode where Seinfeld and Larry are sitting across the table from each other. You've seen this. And Larry is telling Jerry how his wife, you know, Larry's wife is irritated because he drinks tea instead of coffee. And they're in a coffee shop. And he's like, you can't tell the difference. And he's drinking it. And Jerry's like, it doesn't matter. It's not coffee. It's not the same. (laughs) And, right. and, it's, and it's really not. There's something, there's some little thing about coffee together. The that, coffee drinkers too. Yeah, there's something know? about it that I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think it's sort of a cultural thing. It's it's almost like a universally cultural thing. Totally. I read something the other day and I don't remember what the word is. I would have to look it up. You doesn't add that to your Google list, but there's some word that's like for, for preserving the moment. So yeah. it's like some things just don't fit that moment. It's like, you got to keep that certain vibe going, even if it's not what you want, like yeah. coffee's different than tea. Like there's totally a different vibe there. So yeah. yeah. And I'm no, no offense against people that drink. No, tea, exactly. But, right. <laughs> but there's something about coffee. Yeah. Nobody meets. Yeah. I, I, I guess you do maybe if you're in England or something, but well, we don't I, meet for tea. Yeah, well, I right. even think culturally, culturally, culturally. That's it. Did I get it right? You sure okay. did. There's always a word Angie can't right. get during an interview, Caitlin, just so you <laughs> know. If you ever go back, you'll hear all the bloopers because Stan likes to keep the bloopers, which are usually me. <laughs> Not always, though. Not always, though. <laughs> but they are fun. Um, but I was thinking like different cultures, coffee is served in different ways. Yeah. So like Dan's had a Turkish coffee before. Yep. It's very uh, gritty. And many years ago I was yeah. meeting with my attorney about something. We got to talking about coffee and we just went off the record and he stopped charging me and we hung out and drank coffee and didn't talk about anything, but just life and drinking coffee. And I'll say this about Turkish coffee. It is not for the weak of heart. <laughs> if you're not sure if you like coffee, because you know, when you showed us the pour you were doing by the river, yeah. 
which was amazing, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I think I got some of the pour coffee because I know you did like a pour for one cup and then like the press for another cup. Yep. But the are you familiar with Turkish coffee? Not a lot. I know a little, but you can it's, fill me in. Yeah. So the best part of it, the best part, he said, I'll give you the best <laughs> part of it is the part with the grit in the sludge and the, sludge. the gritty, there's like a, a texture in it. And yeah. it's, it's very, 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 very strong. Very Let's put strong. it that way. Very okay. strong. And I was thinking like Cuban coffee, it's yep. more like espresso, mm. right? Yep. It's just, and some, and it comes in a very little cup. You don't get a big cup like we're used to it's in so the good. States, yeah. right? I like those. And that, they'll give you, you know, like sometimes they'll have a little bit of cream, yeah. not too much of anything, though. So, yeah. I mean, but you just think of those different, you know, in France, it's different. And it's all a little social thing. But that yeah. brings me back to Nero Coffee, your coffee, because mm -hmm. we have some local coffee shops that we're friends with. And we've learned from some of those coffee shops about why some coffee tastes so much better, why coffee isn't bitter. And I, you know, I'll never forget from our, from a little coffee, we have a coffee shop here called little coffee shop of horrors. And it's all themed like, like a nightmare and it's a great place. But we, the first time I had black coffee there, I'm like, this is the weirdest thing ever. It's not bitter. And then we learned, well, the fresher, the beans, you know, coffee really shouldn't be mm -hmm. bitter unless you're buying old beans. That's the first thing I noticed about your coffee is yes. I had to have Angie try it because she doesn't drink black coffee, no. but it was so Great. smooth. It was so smooth. It was delicious. And of course, we've already ordered some now. But mm -hmm. uh, it, I think, you know, Angie and I wanted to get into that. Like, how do you pick your beans? Yeah. How do you pick your roaster? How did you come about getting such a good thing? Because your idea is great. The name is great. Doesn't mean your coffee was going to be great, but it is. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Um, so basically around here, I visited every coffee shop there is. So when I was looking for someone to partner with for my coffee roast, so I yeah. visited, I'm a frequenter of all the coffee shops around here. So um, after trying them all, I actually partnered with Appalachian Coffee Roasters. So they're in Hendersonville. So they're literally about seven minutes from my house. And we how fitting, it. like Appalachian yeah. Coffee is the best fit out of all the ones that I tried. Oh, so, no um, kidding. Really? Right? And it's, it's just supposed to be. Yeah. And so. it's in our favorite favorite town Hendersonville. Oh, I heard that you guys love Hendersonville. Right? We love we it really very do. much. Yeah. We really do. I also heard you guys want to visit Black Mountain, which I highly recommend. Yes, as well, we do. So, yeah. That's uh, on yes. our we had to leave some things for next time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Great. Because we're like, oh my, we packed so much stuff we, in nine days. And you know, <laughs> we already <laughs> had we we this is my MO, but but Angie yeah. did it this time, so I'm kind of proud because we totally Clark Griswoldered the schedule. It was like <laughs> From morning to evening, every day, so much. except we had two days in this 10 day schedule that were rest days, just chill at the cabin. Yeah, and because right. of the way we are, How'd we would get up and us? we'd go, you know, we could do another thing today. So we Yo, never rested. We stayed in this beautiful one. cabin up in the mountains and we never stayed in it hardly at all. <laughs> but nice. uh, I know. But that one of the things we almost did when we went up to the uh, Blue Ridge Parkway and drove around. It was getting a little bit late in the day, and we were like, you know, we probably have time to go over to Black Mountain. And uh, we ended up, you know, a friend of mine sent me a list of all the places to go to, and we're like, yeah, you know, we better not because then we'll miss the dinner plans we had. So yeah. that's on yeah. our list to do again for sure. I mean, uh, to do next time we go up there for sure. Definitely, yeah. So they so have great coffee to, shops too. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah I heard. Oh, I, yeah. In fact, I think one of them's on that list. But the back to your, yeah. Oh, what's it called? <laughs> the Drippalator. 
the tripolator. That's were, amazing. She remembers yep. the names of these places too. That's of crazy. There's so many. Um, yeah, I love I love coffee she, shops. It's that sense of community, man. I'm all about. Yeah, it. Oh, sure. And she said it's she just, frequents them. Yeah. You know, so she, okay, well, it's a lot. I live in a like Brevard is a pretty small town, and that's where I work. So I mostly am over there visiting coffee shops. It's bad yep. when you have a usual at multiple coffee shops. You know what I mean? Like, I that means there's a lot of coffee shopping going on at many no different doubt. coffee shops. Yeah. So. That's great. Oh, so oh, so not to get too deep into the science of all yeah. of it, but I'm just curious, like how did you find how did you you said you just sort of tested each one and finally you said this is the one for me these are the beans i want these are the roasters i want did you try different roasters too mm -hmm. um we have a couple different roasters that i've um, tried their beans i had a different partner for a while um and i once i got in with appalachian coffee they just seemed like a better fit plus they're mm. so close to me that i like you said with the beans being fresh the beans that I took out on the hike with you guys, I picked up less than a week before I brought them out on the hike. Wow. So you could, all, you could so tell. Yeah. Totally. It makes a huge difference. So it um, really does. Just, yeah. That's the, the main way that I ended up working with them was just, um, they're also really easy to work with. So right now I only have the one roast that you guys tried my trail yeah. magic blend. So yeah. um, magic, which yeah. is my medium, right? So I have plans to do a dark roast. I've got fun names for all of those that are all tied back into the whole through hiking community as well. But oh, um, nice. I was going to yeah. say they're going to have they're going to have cute names. I already know oh they've got <laughs> cute names planned. Um, we got night hike coming up soon. Um, that's going to be the oh, dark nice. roast. Come but on, I was going to oh. say that's got to be the dark <laughs> yeah. one. We got to try that one. That's usually my favorite. It's the mine too. One, so I just started with a medium. Thought that would please both sides. Oh, um, it's very good though. It's, it's, also, a, it's a very flavorful oh, yeah. medium. Yeah. Thank you. Um, also, the decaf version that I am going to come up with that I think is a little blasphemous to do decaf, but <laughs> the decaf version I'm going to call yellow blazing because that's what they call on the AT if you get in the car and you yellow blaze. <gasps> so you use the yellow lines in the middle of the road to skip and cheat ahead. So it's oh. kind of like, uh, right. It's a little like, sure, you're hiking, but like, oh, <laughs> nice. but are you really? It's like a little jab at the same time, right? Yeah, so, sure. Like, you're, you're having you're, coffee, but is it really coffee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But are you really yeah. there? Yeah, totally. You're doing the but, bougie hiking. Right. Whatever. Oh, nice. Did you even yeah. sweat? Very right. nice. <laughs> so, yeah and they're gonna be uh, they're awesome partner for that so they're uh, uh -huh. really easy for them to like tailor the roast to what i want and then um get them all together to send to you guys so, so how long is the process of coming up with that specific flavor of the coffee that you want Right. I mean, honestly, I can go over there and sit down with them and they'll um, have a few different little cups ready for me to try. And I can go through, see which one that I want the best. And it's as simple as picking which one and then uh -huh. picking that flavor profile and then moving on from there. So um, yeah, it's really a simple process when you find the right partner like that. So that's what I love about them. And, and probably, love, because you oh, love, probably because you love coffee so much and you can probably just smell the bean and go, Oh, I love this one. That's I, the one you know I want. I mean? Yeah. That's like, the one. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, well, that's awesome. Yeah. 
you so, were gonna say something and then i i was but it, it disappeared i don't know where it went See so what that's happens. how these things work yeah <laughs> i'm just like well. you know why because it's getting late in the day and we all need we a need cup coffee. of coffee, coffee. Right. That's right. we should have all had coffee during this that would have been great we should have yeah why didn't we? I, I had some right before um did you this little guy so did yeah. i actually <laughs> yeah you had some before i got home so you'd be nice. all hyped up tonight well, we don't have the Nero coffee yet. I'm very excited to get it's that coming. again. It's on the it's way. It's shipping so, out tomorrow. So. I know. I got my alert. Yeah. So we, we we loved it. We miss we uh we wish you much success with all this. Oh. But I want to ask you about something else because mm-hmm. you told us a little bit about what you're doing with your hip camp thing. And I have to tell you, you know, Angie and I have already been talking about moving to North Carolina, but we got really inspired by that conversation. And we've probably had four or five conversations now about going. You know, when we move up there, we could get some property mm-hmm. and on the edge of our property, we could set up hip camp and we could set up like a little, a little bougie thing where people could, you know, whatever, get snacks. So let's back it up a minute and talk about what you did because you have tied your brand and your coffee into hip camp as well, right? Totally. So yeah, I'm like, I'm saying right now that my Nero coffee business basically has three areas. So we have the coffee itself, we have the guided hikes, and then now I also have the campground, which is kind of like the base camp for everything, which is awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I purchased like right at six acres, really close to DuPont State Forest where we were hiking. Yeah, I know. Um, I've got... I feel very fortunate to be able to find that amount of land in a price range that I could afford around here. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it had a small house on the property, which is where I am now. And then right outside, there's actually someone camping out there right now. I can see them out there getting firewood. Oh, so cool. Um, yeah. With that so much said, land, though, you could you could yeah. have them camping far enough away where you still have your yard and you still have your space for sure. Totally. So um, right now, I just have two spots set up um, just right outside the main area, but I have plans to create like some little mini A-frame cabins and have like some tent platforms scattered throughout the woods and things like oh, that. Oh, how so, great is that? Right? Won't that be awesome? Yeah. Yeah. And well, there's also a coffee. Say- sh- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, that's what I want to hear about the coffee shop. Oh, yeah. coffee I was shed. Say yeah, that- that's my angle. So I'm calling yeah. it Nero Coffee plus Camp. So Nero Coffee and Camp. And right outside, there's a small coffee shed on property. So it. it's a really old rustic shed that I converted into a little like make your own coffee shop. So I have a little mini fridge in there with fresh creamers from a local creamery. I've got um, every oh, way you could possibly want to make coffee out there. I just bought an espresso machine too. So we're doing it big. Um, oh, yeah. How cool is that? Right. So you can wake up in the morning, make coffee in any way you want. My coffee beans are of course out there and available for free. Um, as much coffee as you want to drink. So yeah, we, we we got on your website and looked at the pictures yeah. of the shed. So cool! Yeah. And uh, is that where those pictures are from? The website, yeah. And yep. it is really really cool. It's very quaint. It's you got it all coffeeed out. It's very neat. Great, yeah, a great idea. Thank and you. So, oh, are fun. you? Is the coffee shed gonna have your coffee that's available to purchase in there as well for people that may want to take it with them? Totally. So I actually have a little display out there. I don't think that was in the photos, but if you came to visit, you'd see I've got some bags of my coffee up there on the shelf and you can just Venmo me or put some money. I like it. It's kind of funny out there. If you want to pay cash for anything, I've put a little jar out there with my dog's picture on it. It nice. says Hootie's College Fund. Yeah. Oh, so if you want to help my dog go to college, you can. Oh, that's right. The dog's Hootie. That's right. I remember the dog. And she has a, she has a Corgi. 
Oh, yes. we're so jealous of that. I remember you telling so us that. So next time we see you, we'll probably have our, our corgi little, with us. Yes. Our little uh, Mac attack. Our the, little yes. Mackenzie. We already have the name picked out Ooh, everything. I love it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but perfect. I just love that you're, you are incorporating that love of coffee and everything that you love to do. I do too. And chasing your dreams. I mean, you're, you're, you're basically doing, you're you're kind of building your business up to be like Angie said, it's not even like, I know it's work, but I guess as I get older, I think work doing, doing what you truly want to do and sort of breaking outside the mold of feeling like you have to work a nine to five job for the rest of your life. It's, it's brilliant. And I love it. And I, and you've inspired us. I hope this story and this conversation inspires more people as well, because you know, between the camping and the coffee, you could potentially have a successful business with a coffee that's, you know, helping to pay the mortgage on your house and, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and be your career. And then you've potentially got the hip camp thing. That's almost like a whole second business that can be born from that. So totally. Yeah. They all just kind of flow together, which is the really cool part. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like ever. It's just one thing. It's like, what is Nero coffee? It just kind of is always weaving in and out of each other. So it's really cool. (laughs) So I have to ask this, do you on, on, uh, you know, Angie booked this on Airbnb or hip camp Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, do is it, do you call the camp Nero camp? Yeah. It says Nero coffee camp. Yep. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's tied it yeah. all to branded of course, it very well. That's fantastic. Yes. Right. I love it. And you know what? Good one all. of the best things is is just the experiences of getting to meet new people because yeah. that's why we started the podcast is to get more involved in community. And what's came from that is just meeting really great people. Yeah, it's like a side I effect. Mean, like we didn't even oh. think about you know, it's the same stuff that you kind of have thought about, maybe because of your hiking, but we I remember when we were hiking with you, you were talking about the one of the things you loved most about it was that I'm going to paraphrase because you said it a little more eloquently. But, you know, you were talking about how just meeting with people, that connection that you make with people when you're sitting there and you're hiking and you're drinking the coffee or whatever. And we didn't even think of that. when We started the podcast and now we have friends all over over. our city, you know, now other countries and other (laughs) states and it's it, it has been the most enjoyable thing about the whole thing yeah. to me. I mean, it's not even why we did it, but now it's my favorite thing about it. So, um, you know, this is great. And it's been great chatting with you about this. Oh, yeah. You guys, too. I love what you guys are doing. Just going through your website and um, reading through how much of a focus on community you guys have. Like, it comes from a very genuine place with you guys. And I love Absolutely. seeing the success y'all are bringing. So that's just yeah, awesome. Well, Thanks thank for you. having me. Yeah, of course. Thank, thank you. you so much. So can you tell people, we're going to put links in the show notes. So as always, if you're I listening- have one more question. Oh, okay. one more. I, o- Hit me. I, o- I always do this. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> so I just, I was just wondering, cause you've, you've kind of talked about it, like some of your, you know, bigger goals for the future, but you know, what's in the works right now, as far as tangible, like something that's happening now, you know, what is your goals for, you know, the short version? I guess, mm, you know, uh, short, well, you, short version yeah, of the future, short whatever, version. Say. Right. whatever. <laughs> no, that's a great one. Um, I actually have been um, pulling together a list of everyone who's been at my campground and also been on my hikes. So all of these people, all the connections I've made over the past two years, and I'm going to send out and you guys will be on this list, of course, a message letting you guys know that I'm going to start doing um, guided backpacking trips as well. Oh, so if you want cool. an intro to backpacking, um, I 
think there's nothing more empowering than getting out there and spending a night or two out in the woods. Um, but I know it's intimidating for a lot of people to like figure yeah. out what gear you need. Um, okay. So, know so where let's, you're going. Let's, yeah. let's clear this up for the newbies yeah. here. Not that I am one. I am one. <laughs> um, what's the difference between hiking and backpacking? Because I would think now you're hiking with a backpack. <laughs> That's exactly what someone said the other day. And it's so funny once you get used to the words, it's like, oh, well, backpacking, but totally. So backpacking to me, my definition would be anytime you take everything you need to go out and spend a night in the woods. So like a multi-day hiking trip. So okay. it has a destination farther away than like a day hike would allow. So you, you got there. like a little tent or something in there or exactly. Okay. You've got your All tent right. back there. You've got your sleeping pads, your mats, everything you need um, that food is, that for is, the next day. Yeah. That is real so. camping. So you can't fit your air mattress and your iPad and all that stuff in there. That is really camping. Right, right, is, right. Yeah. So. Got it. It sounds super fun, honestly. It is super fun. And um, I would love to be a way people can get introduced to that world. Because like I said, I had never done it and I had to get out there and figure it out. But I would love to take other people out and show them how to do it. So. Oh, my God. I think that is going to be very successful because there are so you're right. There's so many people that would love to try it but they don't know where to start. And, you know, that's a big um, expense too when you're trying to do something like that on your own because you don't know what to bring, what not to bring, what to buy, what not to buy. Exactly. It's intimidating too because you don't know where Mm -hmm. do you go and then what did I forget? And Am I going to be safe? Am I, you know, there's so many questions that you can answer. Just being a resource so that you don't feel that intimidated feeling. All right, I can do this. Yeah. Exactly. And then then, then you feel more comfortable maybe on your own the next time if you want to. But I love the idea. I'm all in for that. So if you're doing that and we come back next time, we'd love to do that. Yeah. Um, Oh, and again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you know, uh, we, we're going to put links in the show notes. So as always, for those of you listening on the podcast or watching on YouTube, you can just scroll down and click these links. Mm-hmm. But if you don't mind, if you could just tell us, Caitlin, how people can find you, like how can they find out about your coffee? How can they find your camping Totally. So as of yesterday, I've made that really simple for everyone. So you can go to NeroCoffee.org and the hiking is there, the coffee is there, and the camping is there. So oh, all in it. one place. Yeah. yeah. All in one That's spot. The best. That <laughs> right. The best. Yeah. Go over here. Go over there. No, right. no, no. Just one yeah. spot. One location. Yeah. That is perfect. It. And I did mm-hmm. check the um, website out. It looks great. Awesome. Thank you. Everything, you know, we placed and I placed an order. So everything's working fine. So you guys can That's go always on good. And order Thank coffee. You. you guys can go on and order coffee now. And what we love is that you, you know, you're just starting the small business. You know, we love to support small businesses no matter where they are. And we wish you all the success in the world. And we can't wait to come up and do some camping up on your property. Yeah, that would awesome. be great. Thank you guys. That'll be awesome. Yes, thank you, Caitlin. Will you have a good rest of the night? And for those of you listening, we're going to take a quick break as always, and we will be right back. Hey guys, welcome back. And we hope you enjoyed that interview with Caitlin Mobley from Nero Coffee in North Carolina. Do you know what city she's in in North Carolina? I think she's in Brevard County. Oh, Brevard County? Yeah, Brevard. 
Maybe that's just the name of the city. It's probably Brevard City. We're used to Brevard County yeah, here I in know. Florida. That's probably what it there is. There is a Brevard County <laughs> yeah. County here in Florida. Yeah. So that is funny. But anyway, she's not far from Hendersonville. Which no, is not at all. One of our little favorite towns up so, there. Such a, such a pleasant conversation and such a yeah. fun time we had with her. And we hope you enjoyed that interview. And you can order your own coffee there. So even though most of you guys in our audience are in Central Florida, though we do have audience outside of Florida, yes, even outside the country, um, you know, any anybody can order coffee from there. And I'm telling you, I wasn't exaggerating. It is so good. It's good even black. And we're pretty picky on coffee around here. We've done yes. the... Um, coffee clubs where you order the different coffees yeah, that didn't and we last. found a few that you know were okay but nothing that we wanted to just keep in the house so right. this one if i can drink it black that is a good coffee indeed also for those of you watching on youtube you may have noticed we're in the new studio now Yay. we are still in the process of setting it up you know things like uh a marriage or a wedding and a honeymoon and a housewarming party <laughs> and a reception have gotten in the way, but um, grandbaby's you know, first birthday right, yeah. is coming up. <laughs> so we're we're skeleton crewing the uh, I guess to call it that the studio. It's very close, but we don't have our lighting up yet. Uh, we're very excited to get the rest of this set up. I'm very excited to show all the professional lighting that we'll have in here, and uh, you know to kind of get things totally finished up. But it's cool to I do know. this, like. You know, we didn't plan on doing more more virtual events in the studio so much. And here we are doing it again because we've made uh, some friends outside the state. Listen, we have to be flexible, right? Yes. And that's what we are. Indeed we are. But it, what's cool is she still felt like she was here because we had like the computer screen up. We could see her. She could see us. She was getting kind of the vibes that we're trying to put out here yeah. in the studio. And it was great. Guys, we just appreciate each and every time that you tune into the show. We love doing this. I mean, 113 episodes later, we're still rolling on. That's we right. have some, you know, some great plans for the future of things that are a little different that we want to do and yes. experiment and try new stuff. And we haven't forgotten about our new YouTube channel. We've got a few videos made. We're probably going to wait till we have five or eight of them made. So it could be a couple more months before that yeah. launches, but that's going to be very cool. Because then you can binge on them. See? that's what can happen you can oh. binge on the youtube videos once we get them all out or i might just launch one per week without stressing because i'll oh, have that's a, probably a little bit of a buffer <laughs> <laughs> that is probably then better. you can binge but if you guys like the show please head on over and give us a rating um also a re review would be wonderful if you have the time yes and make sure to hit that subscribe button so that you know when we have new shows coming out usually every monday but sometimes we put a little surprise show in just depends on what we're up to that's right you can also call us at 407-490-3899 we have a voicemail on there so if you have an idea for the show or someone you want to be on the show or if you want to be a guest on the show you can leave us a voicemail there or you can email us at feedback at fineanddangy.com i have to tell you we are getting ready to change our email address because yeah it keeps going to spam because it's a um because it's feedback and it's like people, Maybe, yeah. I think the the email servers might think it's somebody trying to sell you something. Yeah, I don't know why. Not. I don't know if we should change it to Dangy at Fine and Dangy or something, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. getting stuck in. So we'll email a guest and they didn't know it was there. And so we're yeah. uh, we're getting ready that to change might, our email. Yeah, That might change up. But you can also find us on all our social media under Fine and Dangy. And guys, just thank you so much um, for supporting yes. us, showing love all the time to us. And 
tuning in to hear about what's um, in your area, what's local, small businesses, things to do, stuff like that. Or even a small business outside your area, like Caitlin's business. You know, it's still a small business we're promoting. Because a lot of people from Florida visit North Carolina. Oh, indeed. A lot of people move there, too. Yes, they do. Um, Also, just one more thing about the show. Uh, If I can find some information on Tom Dickey that she mentioned that link will also be in the show notes. Yes, that would be so exciting that be cool? if we could actually find him. Yeah. But I think Tom writing a book about all those notes he took about all those hikers. How, how cool would that be? amazing of a book that would be. I agree. So cool. So, And if you don't know how to write a book, we could put him in touch with Dean Rinaldi, who is a ghostwriter. Hey! That's right. Nice tie-in, <laughs> nice tie-in. Also, um, you know, we like to ask every episode... What are you doing to help your community? What can you do to help your community more? Whether it means you're donating your time, your money, or maybe just, you know, simple gestures of kindness throughout your community. We we like to do that ourselves to take up try to take a moment every day and, you know, not admittedly none of us do it every single day, but we no. try to mm-hmm. to think about what we can do to make things better in our community any way we can. Um, So if you could, you know, take a moment to think about that. And you may have noticed we didn't have an episode last week. It's one of the few times that that we haven't had an episode. We may have mentioned it in the interview with Caitlin. Um, But if you felt like you really needed something to hold you over, we did post a video of me... (laughs) Running into random things around the house because that's what I do lately. Definitely take a peek at that because um, pretty darn good. I don't know why. It's something about this tree out front. I mow underneath it and I bang my head on it every time. It's it's ridiculous. But the security camera footage is there. I, I hate to laugh at you. But oh, it's spectacular. I laugh at it. You can laugh it. at yourself. So it is, not only do I laugh at myself. as well. It is ridiculously funny to me and I know it's me because when I hit my head, I duck down real fast like something's... After Something me. attacked I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, definitely take a peek at that, guys. And <laughs> That's rem- on our Instagram, by the way. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And um, watch it again and again and again, like most people have commented that <laughs> no. they have. And guys, remember, at the end of each and every day, it's, it's all, all fine and dandy. Episode 113 of the It's All Fine. Start over. I'm sorry. You your hand caught in the wire. <laughs> I lost myself. Okay, Wait, no worries. Uh, okay, pause. It's like that. Yeah. And you know, that just, um, I don't know. Skip that part. Yeah. That part I, no, yeah. My brain. My brain did the that. The brain, thing. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>